Did I ever tell you about private libraries? <laughs> they were... No. Like, private libraries aren't really a thing anymore unless you're just, like, some rich person with a big room. But, <laughs> uh, like, at the turn of the 20th century, it was still, like, there was a good amount of private libraries and public libraries were growing as an institution and so they're like private libraries especially in communities so like uh, my the town that my grandma lives in was a mining community for like a hundred years and they pretty much the the mining company essentially ran the entire town oh as they all do yeah and so they owned the library it was a private library <laughs> hmm. and they uh allowed pretty much any books except for copies of the communist manifesto <laughs> why i wonder why <laughs> and like unionizing uh books <laughs> but uh <laughs> how to unionize for yeah. dummies uh-huh <laughs> But uh, I like the the concept of private libraries because people only know public libraries today, and this idea of a private library is just wild. It means that I can start one, and you, I you will. Could. I feel like I feel like a lot of used bookstores in small towns operate essentially as private libraries. No, no. Oh no. <laughs> camera off <laughs> can you hear me still uh yeah i can hear you all right i turned my phone's wi-fi off so i thought that would help but oh, no. i guess one <laughs> oh, no. why is it even lagging now uh, how 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 would it even be lagging now <laughs> can you hear me all right, I'm going to call you on Facebook. This is clearly <laughs> no, not working. Not All right, well, let's talk about Godzilla. I want to do the sh I want to do the show and I want to talk about Godzilla. All right. Well, uh in that case, well, why to uh to <laughs> <laughs> to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Wes. And this is your other co-host... Ethan! Uh, today we're going to talking use my... about... What? If you want to use the Spanish name that I used in my high school Spanish class, that would be Etan. <laughs> Mine was Lorenzo. And then uh, when this kid 
who I used to tease threw away his name tag. I took his out of the recycling bin and taped it to mine, so it became hyphenated as Juan Lorenzo. <laughs> there was a Juan and Juan Lorenzo in class. I do think it's bizarre that in high school Spanish classes, they're like, you're not allowed to have your name. You have to have a Spanish name. It is very strange, and I would like to know how this started. <laughs> Yeah, who started this fucking trend because that feels <laughs> like brownface? You know, you know, you know, you know it. It does not have a good background. <laughs> no, it it can't. It just can't. Uh, so last week I quizzed Wes on the movie The Wedding Singer. This week he's going to quiz me on the movie Top 5. But more importantly, last week we both watched the movie Godzilla Minus One. We thought about making a quiz on it. And when I say we, I mean I did. Mm-hmm. Glad I didn't. Glad I just watched the movie. Because uh, I wanted to talk about it. And I have a movie show where I should. Well, I mean, we didn't know for a while. It wasn't clear that it was going to have a very extended release in the U.S. That's true. I thought I missed it. Yeah, same. Which is why I was like, oh, I just need to go see this as soon as possible. Because yeah. it's going to go away. Uh, very good movie. I cried so much during that movie. Maybe it's because of what's going on in my personal life right now. Uh, and the idea of death is really hard to, to, to deal with. I think it but... was because um, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really wanted him to... There was... So so that was a, like a theme running throughout the movie. Like, what do you have to do to deserve to live? It's the whole thing I was thinking about. Yeah, and I would, for a would majority, say that's the theme. <laughs> that's the theme. <laughs> but like, there's there's the whole middle of the movie where it feels like the answer is nothing. You don't have to deserve to live. You just need to live. Mm-hmm. But then when you see him get in the plane, you get that horrible crushing feeling in your chest. You're like, oh God, is the movie's theme about to change <laughs> drastically? Because <laughs> that's how I felt. After the movie I saw it with Rigoletto, I turned to him and was like, "This movie has the same problem that Last Jedi has. Like, why can't they just kill? Why can't the hero just kill themselves? Why do they have to be <laughs> complete wimps? Why are they cowards?" Mm-hmm. Uh, did you feel a lot of Jaws influence in that early chase scene in the movie? Um. The island or on the boat, on the wood boat? On the wooden boat, yeah. Um, I guess I didn't pick up on it much, but I wasn't, yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about it. I'll have to ask our that... resident Jaws expert. <laughs> Jaws expert. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see it once you say it. Yeah. Fuck, that boat shape was good. The whole crew on the boat. I loved all of them. Yeah. I mean, just a movie with a lot of great human characters. Which was deeply surprising for a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Regaletto made a good point that stuck with me, too. Was that he's like, that's the first Godzilla movie I've seen where I was actively rooting against Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it in my letterbox review, but when Godzilla's theme starts playing in Ginza, 
I, I remember hearing, oh, it's Godzilla's theme. I love this song. And, but then I realized what was about to happen. And I was like, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but the whole, my theater experience was awful. Like, everyone was watching it like a normal Godzilla movie. Where they're like, yeah, Godzilla oh. erection. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not that movie. <laughs> See, I had, a, I had an interesting theater experience because everyone was pretty much silent there was like Mm -hmm. a couple people who next to me would like chuckle and i did too when like there was something just like there were jokes not just jokes it's something crazy that happened as well oh yeah um but the the most interesting part about my theater experience was the large number of people who kept going to the bathroom I don't know if it was because we had a lot of men with prostate issues. There was one guy who fell on the stairs <laughs> right next to us. We were on an aisle seat. Uh, and then there was a father and uh, his son who were trying to leave the theater, I guess, to go to the bathroom. But they kept they went into the exits at the front of the theater <laughs> <laughs> we saw it's it like daylight. They left the building myself for the fire alarm to go off. <laughs> 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 I kept thinking, of like, how, how do you think you entered the theater? <laughs> Just exit the way you entered. You did not enter through a door. <laughs> did they, do do they think that when you go into the theater, you're locked in? Until it's over. <laughs> they ever been to a movie theater before? They all look the same. Did they come back? Maybe they just yeah, left. Yeah, no, they came back. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. They checked both. They went to one exit door and they went across in front of the screen to the other. Jesus. <clears throat> uh. But, yeah, but anyway, good movie. The effects were really good. Mm-hmm. Great CGI. It's crazy mm-hmm. how cheap the budget was for this movie compared to... Yeah, I, I heard about that after I watched it. It was only $15 million, and I was like, no, no way. I don't believe that. <laughs> I compared it to the worst CGI Marvel movie I've seen, Ant-Man Quantumania. <laughs> That yeah, one had a budget like of three billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, looked like shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Godzilla looked scarier. Uh, it's not the scariest Godzilla's ever looked. No, I still I think say, Shin Godzilla takes that. Yeah, he looked a little more basic to me, almost a return to form. Yeah, um, which I liked. Yeah, I still like that his arms are completely still. As he walks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, he has that dead look in his eye that shows that he's just an animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike our Godzilla, that's a dude <laughs> with a personality <laughs> and his buds with King Kong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it wouldn't make sense for Godzilla to be buds with King Kong if it wasn't just a force of nature. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone go watch Godzilla Minus One while you still can, because it's way better in the theater. Did I tell you where I watched this, where my seat was? Uh, I want to guess it was one of the new Marcus theaters 
that has like a extended screen that goes along the sides of the theater. No, <laughs> I wish I wish I had seen it on that. No, I was at the <laughs> I was at the Universal CityWalk AMC, baby. Wow. That's why I took a picture with ET. That was in the parking garage. <laughs> I just thought someone who was a fan of movies put that up. Yep. So I watched it uh, at the AMC CityWalk, and because I bought my tickets two hours before the show, I had front row seats. Wow. Front row at a theater, huh? <laughs> Front Bring row at the theater. <laughs> Luckily, it had recliner. Uh, but uh, I think it made the movie scarier for me by, like, a lot. That's how I saw the 2014 American Godzilla. I saw it in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> On the end. That... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also just want to say, tra- the like, the trailers for all the movies that are coming out they look bad oh first of all no levity in them at all yeah (laughs) because i got one for the beekeeper i got two horror movies which i do not like seeing especially not from the front row i've learned my lesson though uh in that i cannot close my eyes when there is a scary movie on the screen because i will imagine something worse than what was created it took me 28 years to learn that lesson. And it'll take you another 28 to implement it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Anyway, we should probably talk about rom-coms instead of Godzilla. Although there was a good rom storyline in Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. Between uh, the dude and his neighbor. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, last week I quizzed Wesley on the movie The Wedding Singer. He watched that this morning, so he's going to do pretty well on the bonus <laughs> questions, I hope. Oh, shit, no, sorry. I had one more thing about Godzilla Minus One. Don't know if you looked it up. But the director and writer of this movie also directed and wrote one of your favorite movies that we've covered on this show. Was it Dragon And that is, it was Dragon <laughs> Quest, your story. Oh, God. <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah it's a, a movie you hated <laughs> i don't know I, that you hated it i think you're just it. really disappointed, yeah, disappointed by it wasn't the last wasn't shin godzilla made by the neon genesis guy it was so yeah they're just getting anime dudes to come in and make godzilla movies as i was looking into like this director and then started looking into a bunch of different directors just seems like anime directors are all over the place. Like they just do whatever. Oh, they they just happen to also do anime. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the wedding singer. Back to it. <laughs> let's start it to begin. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start it. I said the name. Uh, Wesley, I started you with true or false questions. Uh, Adam Sandler, Robbie teaches an old woman to play piano in exchange for cookies. Uh, you said true, so you got that wrong. Yeah, meatballs. I should have known it would be more physically gross. <laughs> I was surprised that you bought cookies. Especially because you you went through this quiz assuming it would be the archetypal Adam Sandler film. Yeah. Uh, I, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. 
Uh, true or false, Robbie's wanted to get married ever since his parents died. Uh, you said false. Uh, that's true. Well, someone else says it. He never says that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. We don't know why. It could be because his parents got divorced in the afterlife and he saw it. Uh, uh, true or false, Robbie. Say yes to the bills. <laughs> a lot of this could be solved if Robbie just watched more HGTV. True or false, Robbie and Julia get to know each other better while planning her engagement party. He said true. Yeah, planning the whole wedding. <laughs> You're doing well here. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten them all True or right false. So <laughs> You're nailing it. <laughs> true or false, Robbie does not admit to kissing Julia, to her fiancé, Glenn. This is a quick bit so you might have missed it so i'm guessing it's true uh you had said true it is false he immediately cops to the fact that he kissed her i guess i must have missed the kiss i remember the <laughs> the, the conflict where they're wait when did they kiss this is when julia and her sister are talking about how glenn and julia are gonna kiss for their wedding and they're discussing how much tongue to use. Okay. And they demonstrate, quote-unquote, church tongue with Robbie. Must have, uh... There was a portion, because uh, I watched this not as early as I watched other movies. <laughs> <laughs> it was still in the morning. And yeah. I did catch myself uh, closing my eyes at one point. So I might have missed. So you probably <laughs> missed it. I'll tell you one thing you can't miss. True or false, Rob Schneider says you can do it at a wedding. You said true. I didn't see Rob Schneider. I don't think I saw him. You're goddamn right you didn't. <laughs> That's why this movie was allowed to be okay. The man's not in it. I, <laughs> I was looking for him. There were a couple of people who were close lookalikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, unfortunately, we only see John Lovitz and Kevin Nealon. Uh, excuse me. There's another Sandlerverse icon who starts the movie and ends it. And that's Steve Buscemi, baby. I could not consider him part of the Sandlerverse group. I would. He's in Mr. Deeds. He's in Big Daddy. He's in uh, this. And there's another one that I'm forgetting. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in The Waterboy. But there was a time where Steve Buscemi was just hanging out with Adam Sandler. Yeah. I guess in the 90s, he wasn't really considered like a prestige actor at that point. Mm-hmm. He hadn't had... Uh, fuck. It starts with a B. Empire. B- Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire. He didn't have Boardwalk Empire yet. Is that good? Have you seen I've it? I've heard the first few seasons are, and I've heard the last season sucks. That's prestige television, baby. No game plan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Keep keep winning those Emmys until eventually you run out of money. And or ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. M- more likely ideas. You'll have so much money and no ideas. Uh, my last true or false question. Linda comes back to Robbie. You said false. No, it's true. 
He does. Mm-hmm. Wesley, let me tell you. It's pretty groundbreaking right here. I don't know if this has happened in, in, our, in our show history before. You're coming out of true or false with a total of zero points. The highest chance of getting points and... <laughs> I didn't get a single one. You got got none. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe statistically, yes. But I think uh, open-ended, we tend to be more generous. Yeah. That's true. Moving on to multiple choice. What song plays as Robbie waits for his fiancée, Linda, to walk down the aisle? You said she'll be coming around the mountain. No. It's, uh... There's so many. There's a lot of songs. Eighties <laughs> songs a... in the seventies yeah. and eighties songs in this movie. <laughs> I cannot. But I would. Of them. No, no, and I don't blame you. Uh, what plays is a pretty beautiful orchestration of "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, which is also deeply funny because he has to believe that his wife is coming. Uh, she's not. I don't know how you get to the point in a wedding where no. everyone is seated. Someone's, the groom is standing there waiting, and yep. you don't even know that the bride never even showed up. Nope. <laughs> I can understand That's if the she's whole thing. been there getting ready, and then she gets cold feet and runs away. Runs, but you would know that. Yeah, I kept mapping it to my wedding, and I was like, if Kira just... No, I would. She she was in the same place as me. Yeah, she just doesn't even come. <laughs> she would have had to literally take a car. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same town that they live in. <laughs> like, yeah. she would have had to go somewhere five minutes, else. Five minutes away. <laughs> Ten minutes. Uh, the next multiple choice question: If Julia married her fiance Glenn, what would her married name be? It was Julia Julia. That's correct. Which Kira was convinced you would guess correctly. And I was like, I've got some pretty good fakes on here for what Wes anticipates of an Adam Sandler movie. You said Julia Child. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe it's more like 2000s Adam Sandler, but they would just make like pointless Mm -hmm. pop culture references. Pointless, definitely outdated made... <laughs> yeah. references. Yeah, that's definitely a, a late 2000s Adam Sandler, and this is before that. Yeah. Uh, and then my multiple choice question, why does Robbie hate Glenn? I mean, there are a lot of reasons, um, but you said Glenn hits Julia, and that would be played for laughs. <laughs> that's about the only thing that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is, he openly admits to cheating on her. We'll do it yeah. as soon as she steps out of the room. <laughs> Glenn is cartoonishly a bad man. Yes. He like his his job isn't great. I mean, like he makes a lot of money, but he uh, like is a loan shark. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's just not a good guy. I have no, no idea worse. who the actor was playing him. I've never no. seen him before. <laughs> he's, he's, he's never done anything before or after that role, which is crazy to me. Like, such a huge role of, like, I cannot 
place him <laughs> at all. <laughs> to be in like a leading role, a main antagonist of an Adam Sandler movie, and be unable to place him even within Sandler's other movies. Yeah, you you have to put yourself in like David Spade's shoes and be like, him? You picked him over me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're friends. God, can you imagine if can you imagine if David Spade played Glenn? <laughs> The movie would be I think worse, he... but he could do it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, it is a character that he would play, but I don't think he works. <laughs> no. he like Because the Glenn... whole time you'd be going, that's David Spade. <laughs> Glenn works because he has uh, charisma, and David Spade is <laughs> solely sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. The thing about the guy who plays Glenn is he reminds me so much of the guy who plays Biff into the Back of the Future series. Yeah. Not that guy. No. That guy would have been too old, I think, at, the, at that time. Not by a lot, just by a little. But, I mean, it was also the 90s, so, like... Early 90s, too, so... Yeah, I think he still would have been too old for... Yeah. The next multiple-choice question. What song does Robbie finish writing after Linda, Linda calls off their wedding? You got this one right. It's called Kill Me, I Want to Die. Yeah, it starts off as a sweet song, but then uh, turns into still a pretty good song. And I didn't know why I... Julia reacted the way she did. I Like, I understand, like, it's raw emotion that he was going through, but, like, still a pretty good song. <laughs> I genuinely love that song. Uh, when I'm depressed, uh, I think about it. Hmm. I don't know if that's healthy, but... <laughs> uh, it's probably not. <laughs> and it also, that song culminates with my favorite John Lovitz line delivery of all time. He's losing his mind. <laughs> yes. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> it... I don't have any questions about John Lovitz. <laughs> if you want to talk about his character, now's the time. <laughs> The right dosage of John Lovitz in a live action role. Um, it's it really solidifies. It made me think of um, when he plays Mr. Potter in the SNL sketch of "It's a Wonderful Life," the alternative ending. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I, I don't think I've ever seen that. No, it's like Dana Carvey as George and. Uh, his his <laughs> uncle. I forget what the uncle's name is. I just watched it, but I can't remember. He comes in at the very end when they're singing the song. He's like, "Quiet, quiet! I remember what I did with the money. <laughs> I left it on the <laughs> counter. <laughs> Mister Potter took it." And they're like, and "Danny Carvey's like, well, let's go get him." <laughs> turn into an angry mom, and they beat the shit out of John Lovitz playing Mister Potter, who plays it like perfect. He plays a perfect Mister mm-hmm. Potter. And then they sing Old Lang Syne while kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> That's fair. I, I gotta look that up. John Lovitz cemented himself as the perfect low status, or no, high status punching bag. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like his, his sweet spot, and he just doesn't do it anymore. No. Like he, doesn't, he doesn't do much of anything anymore. <laughs> Except for the game show Just for Laughs. I think that's what it is. 
I've told you about that shitty game show, right? No. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I gotta know what it's called. It used to play all the time at the Memorial Union during lunch. Lunch hours. Well, I didn't go there ever. Funny you should ask. And it was just the most like... They would bring on comedians who would make like a... It was like a trivia show, but for like only hundreds of dollars so you didn't didn't win much but there was like a panel of comedians that would rotate except for louis anderson and john lovitz they would be the only ones who would be on every single one and like that sounds like (sighs) it was always like presented like the comedians were ad-libbing but it was clearly Mm -hmm. just the most tired writers writing all these jokes and all the celebrity squares yeah it was very similar but low budget. <laughs> so you're, de- you're describing to me Celebrity Squares, but bad. Yeah. All Which we should bring people. back. Bring back Celebrity Squares. Bring back fucking... No, okay. I was going to say bring back Match Game, but not the Match Game that's hosted by <laughs> bring Mike <back> Myers. <laughs> the last series of Match Game. He was yeah, not, not that one. They dropped the charges. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Genuinely. Alec Baldwin, they dropped the Oh yeah, it was Baldwin, yeah, yeah. I forgot Baldwin was the host. What Mike Myers hosted something, but I can't remember what. Oh, it was um It was another revival of an old game show. Yeah. And he played it as like a character and no one knew Yeah, for which I thought was seasons. interesting. <laughs> Because they never, choice. they never like advertised it as Mike Myers. No, always the guy he was playing. Okay, at I this point right cool. here, I'm turning up my recording volume because I just noticed <laughs> it was like okay. at fifty. So you're gonna have to boost yeah, that. I noticed you were a little quiet. Yeah, that's fine. My sound has been so bad. I'm really bad at controlling my sound, and I need to figure out how to do it better. You need a uh, uh, king speech it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Multiple cho- my final multiple choice question, where does Robbie chase Julia to stop her from getting married to Glenn? I had the whole reason that I chose <laughs> this movie is because you perfectly described this scene in a different twist. Yeah. <laughs> Once it started happening, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. as you were saying it, I was like, that's pretty funny, but I feel like I've seen that somewhere. <laughs> uh, they're not just chasing to the airport, but chasing each other onto the plane. Uh, but they don't know because they're in different classes, a thing that Wesley probably still doesn't understand. I don't see class. <laughs> <laughs> this will This will come up in the screenshot. But something about this movie's plane that has haunted me for my entire life is that there's a spiral staircase in first class. Yeah. That's insane. Where does it lead to? Where, where does it go? The, the, every time I watch it, I'm like, where does it go? Yeah, that's a good point. Out of the plane? It's in a little emergency hatch? Hmm. Strange. 
Uh, all right. So, Wesley, moving out of the multiple choice section, you have a grand total of one point. <laughs> I thought I had two. Oh, no. Never mind. I confused myself. Yeah, I have one. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> we're, we're moving. We're moving, bud. Open-ended questions. What does Robbie say that he, fatty, sideburns lady, and the mutants over at table nine have in common? They're never going to get married. They'll never find love. And guess what? I got to give you a point because you did say they were never going to get married. Mm-hmm. You did say a couple of other things that were very wrong, but I'm giving you the full point because I feel bad for you. Yeah, this is the second fat joke in the movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and not the last. <laughs> <laughs> there, there would be many more. If you weren't sure that this was a comedy from the 90s, let me assure you, it is. Or an Adam Sandler comedy in general. Even yeah. when one that is supposed to be more sentimental and like <laughs> heartwarming, he just can't help himself. No, he's like, we need to make one fat joke because fat person falling down is the funniest thing on earth. It's just so funny. Fat person eating. We got to include that too. If you include fat person following, you got to include fat person eating. <laughs> And they gotta look disgusting while they do it. You could remove every single one of those scenes from any Adam Sandler movie and it would be the same. Except Jack and Jill. Where that is a fundamental part of the plot. <laughs> uh, open-ended number two. After ruining a wedding, what gigs does Robbie start playing for money? Uh, bar mitzvahs. I, yeah, I think I have to give you... Maybe I don't. Maybe we can talk about the legitimacy of this comparison that I'm making. Birthday parties, right? You said children's birthday party. In a way, a bar mitzvah is celebrating the change in age of a child. It's kind of like a birthday party, and sometimes they coincide. They almost always are presented as falling on the child's birthday. In popular media, absolutely. Uh, my neighbor, his bar mitzvah was on his 13th birthday, and I wasn't invited. We were close friends, and I wasn't invited to his bar mitzvah. That's fucked up. It's probably because of your anti-Semitism. Yeah, I think that might have been it. I think that might have been it. I'm just saying, I don't think that kid nailed his Torah reading. <laughs> just saying. Just saying, I could have done. Just saying, I could have done it better. <laughs> now that you're married into a Jewish family, <laughs> you are all high and mighty. I can do anything. Ethan, the <laughs> honorary, Eth- winning Judaism. <laughs> That's going to be your stand-up special. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can do a John Mulaney and like make a bunch of anti-Semitic jokes under the guise of doing it uh, because my wife is Jewish and then cheat on to divorce my wife. What a cool guy. Um, why does Julia's sister think that Julia is marrying Glenn? I didn't realize I they give were you half sisters. I thought they were just friends. No, that's, his, that's her sister. Hmm. Ben Stiller's wife 
Who's Drew Barrymore's sister in this movie? Hmm. I cannot remember her name. The actress. I wish I could. Speaking of Ben Stiller, that's a body type you don't see in movies anymore. Short, stocky guy. He was I. Do you see Ben Stiller as stocky? I I think he's got a large torso, but like. I do miss seeing the Ben Stiller body type, but I don't want to watch a current day Ben Stiller movie. They're far too <laughs> heady in a way that I don't think is successful. What are you talking about? The Secret Life of Walter Smitty? Was I don't know. <laughs> it's just Mitty. <laughs> it was so funny. Such a good movie. I... Somebody had told me that that was their favorite movie, and I really wanted to dig into it, but it, it was part of a way bigger group, and I was doing something else, and I was like, I, I can't. I also can't roast you on your first day. <laughs> All right, here come the big bucks. Okay, my mic is doing that auto-adjust thing, so you're just going to have to boost Fuck. Me. We're having a good tech day. Mm-hmm. Well, one of these days we'll get this podcast right. We're just starting off. We're just starting off. Yeah, we're new. We're new. 168 episodes in, we're new. You know, they say WTF with Mark Marin didn't get good until episode 300. You know, I think some for people say it's still not good. Our 200 episode, we should rent out a banquet hall and <laughs> have a huge party, despite the fact that this podcast will not bankroll any of it. No, we should have a live show. <laughs> for sure i'm gonna rent out vidiots in downtown la <laughs> i was gonna say that uh the lounge and amc <laughs> Ooh, we'll rent out we'll rent out the bar we'll rent out the wall at my hometown's marcus cinema <laughs> bring back daryl for one night space. of we could <laughs> we could fill that space i think yeah Probably. All right, and then lastly, uh, what is it and why haven't you seen it? Uh, so this is just where I'm going to say all the things that you said and you tell me how many points you think you deserve, <laughs> and I'll fight you on it. You said you haven't seen it because you're not an Adam Sandler fan. One the point. only movie you saw and liked him in was Uncut Gems, and you are feeling iffy now about whether or not he's even good in Punch Drunk Love. The more I think about it, Adam the more Sandler, I, think I do like his performance. I apologize to Wesley uh, last week about <laughs> <laughs> making him feel bad about that movie. Now I feel safe enough to talk about it. <laughs> uh, you said this movie is about Adam Sandler, who plays Robbie, a wedding singer, who sings at a woman's wedding that he is romantically involved with. But Glenn, her fiance, is unaware of it <laughs> until it is revealed that he tries to sabotage the wedding comes a huge ordeal the first half of the movie is at julia and glenn's wedding and the second half is him trying to figure out work because he can't stand seeing weddings anymore he didn't know that julia leaves glenn and then she comes for him and julia is played by the talented and union endorsed queen <laughs> drew barrymore um i feel like i deserve a half point for the whole thing yeah i was gonna give you one no. I'll give you a point for, for, for not having watched it because it's Adam Sandler. For assuming that it would be terrible because it's Adam Sandler. I didn't really get and much else right. No. 
the part where you're like Glenn is unaware of Robbie's feelings for Julia. He's aware of he's one of the first people that's aware of mm-hmm. it. The the movie is a lot more standard rom com than I anticipated. I mm-hmm. thought it'd be more wacky. And I think halfway through describing this movie, I remember feeling like I was describing what I imagine Wedding Crashers is. Uh, that's not what Wedding, Wedding Crashers is either. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, what I imagine. <laughs> Should we do Wedding Crashers? You you wouldn't like it, but we could do it. <laughs> After Adam Driver have the Vince Vaughn season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are two sexual assault scenes in Wedding Crashers back to back. I believe Both it. on Vince Vaughn. Good. Uh, yeah, but we should have a Vince Vaughn season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I haven't seen enough Vince Vaughn movies to, and I don't even know if I really enjoy him as an actor. I can show you the <laughs> "We Are the World" music video a couple times. <laughs> there was that. Uh, you could show me the Psycho with Vince Vaughn. I haven't seen it. And I don't really want to. See it. <laughs> <laughs> I could show you Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you Wedding Crashers. I can show you Old School. I've seen them all, baby. I've seen Vince Vaughn's entire oeuvre. I've seen Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we messaged about it last year. Uh-huh. It's fine. Yeah, sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it's incredibly offensive. I was like... 11 years old and i was just given dodgeball as a gift and like i hadn't really made like i i was kind of funny but i wasn't like crude in any way (laughs) (laughs) and i felt like kind of disturbed that someone thought this would be a good gift for me but if you walked away from that movie and you don't love Hey, Ben Stiller again. And if you don't love Ben Stiller's delivery, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Iconic. All right. uh, And then you had the screen grab. Yeah. So this. E Falco time. (laughs) She does kind of look like E. (laughs) Just kind of look. Looking closer. Is that Sherry (laughs) O'Terry? Uh, I have no idea who any of the actors are besides, uh, what's his name? Billy Idol, isn't it? Who I thought yes, was you don't have to. Uh, and let me tell you, I'm giving you a full point for saying that Billy Idol looks like Sting. They're like the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same vibe. <laughs> exactly. I think as soon as Billy Idol went away, Sting just appeared, even though. I don't Sting know who came was about first. in the early eighties. <laughs> yeah, came about. He was constructed. <laughs> <laughs> the police built Sting <laughs> and made him form a band called the Police. <laughs> it's propaganda. It's propaganda. Um, it's when Adam Sandler is chasing after drew on the plane he's in first class and she's in coach and he he thinks they're on separate planes so he's telling the entire first class cabin the entire story and what he's doing and so Mm -hmm. in the scene we're watching everyone including the stewardess and billy idol listening intently to this story and 
shortly after this, he discovers that she's actually like 20 feet away from him. Mm-hmm. And they have to make some grand gesture. Which is uh, the same song that he uses in 50 First Dates. Oh, is it? It is. <laughs> it's weird. Hey, my fix what ain't broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute song. Just use it again. <laughs> People liked it the first time. So People if I loved use it, it the first time. Another time they'll like this movie too. <laughs> mhm. And guess what? It worked on me. I liked 50 First Dates. <laughs> but I tell you what 50 First Dates uh has against it that this movie doesn't. And that's Rob Schneider <laughs> in Yellow Face. <laughs> There were several points where we could have had that in this movie. It would have fit. <laughs> they just didn't have it. They just didn't have it for some reason. <laughs> oh boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is Rob Schneider in this movie? I don't think he is. If he is, it has to be a very it's like as an extra almost. I had a really <clears throat> strong mental picture of Rob Schneider in Yellowface playing a priest. That's from I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Not this. All right. A <laughs> uh, movie that I'm glad you didn't quiz me on. No, and I never would. Uh, as for the screen grab, I'm giving you two points because uh, you got the sting point. <laughs> and uh, that it's in the third act of the movie. The coveted sting point that's hidden the in every point. quiz. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a point for referencing it's sting. Like a hidden Lego block. <laughs> the golden stud, which is also what I call sting. Yeah. <laughs> You'll remember me when the west wind blows. <clears throat> oh, all right. Now we'll do the post-quiz bonus questions. Open-ended. I didn't look up this character's name, and I forgot what it was. But what does Robbie's friend, that guy with the mustache mullet dresses oh, like Michael yeah. Jackson, what I does he say? No, neither do I. Why does he say that Fonzie's show got canceled? Uh, it got canceled because he said no one wants to see 50-year-old guys hitting on chicks. That's right. You nailed it. Which, I don't know when he realized that. Because he, as a character, is trying to embody that that character. Mm-hmm. And he looks about fifty. Yeah, and he's doing that. So I don't know if it was like a. It didn't come across as like a sudden realization on his part. No, it feels like it's something he'd been like ruminating for years at that point. He's aware but of it, but he's shaped. still actively <laughs> doing it. It's like you're aware of everything you need to do to stop being toxically masculine but you're not changing whoa 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 whoa, whoa. and it's <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say those kinds of guys are toxic males <laughs> i think those guys are cool as hell <laughs> they just got canceled 
Yeah, so you get a point for that. Uh, I also love the part where Robbie makes him do an obstacle course as a limo driver. Uh, what instrument... Oh, multiple choice. What instrument don't we see George play? A, the clarinet. B, the tambourine. C, the trombone. Or D, the keyboard. What was C? Trombone. I don't think we see George play trombone. I'm sorry, we do see George play trombone. We do not see George play the tambourine. This is my segue to talking about the shitty musical. <laughs> George is an even worse character <laughs> in the stage play. <laughs> where they have almost no lines and they just play the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I and guess it is that's more their... transphobic. Yeah. They if you are watching this movie naively, <laughs> I think you could say, oh, this is like this is uplifting a trans actor. But like it the way the camera always captures George, it's like George is like a freak. They are constantly othered by the camera, yeah. but the script wants you to believe otherwise. It's it's at odds with itself. Yes. The script and in, in, in the thing. There wasn't really anything that needed to be changed about George for, like, Mm -hmm. on stage for that character to be presented respectfully. But uh, just cutting the role altogether doesn't doesn't do that. (laughs) Highlights, makes it worse. It's erasure. (laughs) Really. The worst part is, on my most recent watch of The Wedding Singer, I found myself really liking George and finding them really pleasant. But the camera didn't want me to, and I was like, fuck you, camera, I like them. Also, the fact that George can only play Do You Really Want to Hurt Me is so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good bit. Especially uh, uh, at Bar Mitzvah. (laughs) Bar Mitzvah, yeah, it's a very good joke. (laughs) And it's funny that way. Like, the script is already doing that. You don't have yeah. to be transphobic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, already... the character doesn't really need to be trans. They general. don't need to. No. The, the fact that it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not the right person to get into that. No, let's and I recognize five that. more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then my final true or false question. There is one person of color in the whole movie. Uh, no, I think false. You did it. <laughs> There's no person of color in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great in that regard. Nope. Nope. All right. Wesley, before I reveal your point total, I have an important question to ask. Would you watch this movie again? So I feel like this movie's fine. It's Mm -hmm. like if you're an Adam Sandler fan or you're like you grew up an Adam Sandler fan. Like I could see this movie 
being very enjoyable for you because it is a good Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. It's not very self-indulgent in like the worst <laughs> ways. <laughs> it's arguably not self-indulgent at all. Like the no. only way it's self-indulgent is the fact that he sings, but he's not even doing that weird Adam Sandler song voice. Like it's actually demonstrating that he's a good singer. <laughs> right. He's just singing well, <laughs> a thing that he refuses to do now, which is crazy. <laughs> Um, but like, if you just take it out of the context of the low standards that Adam Sandler sets for himself, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the movie as a rom-com is kind of standard fare. Hmm. It's not doing anything new really or unique other than the the premise, Hmm. I guess, which is really the only thing that changes between like conventional rom-coms is like what are Where, how, the setting yeah, <laughs> the setting and their jobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah and in this one the job is in the title as it is with most rom-coms <laughs> yes um so yeah i i don't know if i would watch it again i don't i don't feel i don't feel a strong need to yeah if there's not a poll i mean that makes sense um as for me i'll probably watch this movie again i have a lot of nostalgia for this i used to watch this all the time it's weird and like i mentioned last week i there are a lot of line deliveries that adam sandler does in this movie where i go oh shit that's exactly how i would have delivered (laughs) that line Mm. like i learned how to act from this movie and i don't know if that's good or bad (laughs) probably bad I feel like Adam Sandler movies played a larger role in your childhood than, uh, than they did for mine. Oh, they absolutely did. I, when I was home with COVID in uh, the summer, I basically just watched a bunch of Adam Sandler movies that I watched growing up. I And I, I give them a, a lot more like leeway than most other movies. <laughs> The only nostalgia I felt for this movie was seeing the scenes that I only ever saw in promos on ABC Family. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then I got the idea of like, should I make a list of ABC Family regular movies <laughs> and like watch You them? should. <laughs> you should. I think that'd be fun. We should make a season of the movies that you're only familiar with from ABC Family <laughs> promos because I've certainly seen them. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> Just rewatched that. <laughs> I have not seen. Could absolutely make it. Could absolutely should have done that for this season. My problem was assuming that you had seen it. Yeah, I've only seen the second one in theaters. <laughs> and the and then you watched the third this year. Oh God, I forgot. Don't today. know if you knew that that happened. I re- <laughs> I remember seeing a promo for it, being like, okay, a lot of people were stoked for a sequel <laughs> because there was such a long gap like people weren't asking for one but people were like oh my god they're making one i, I it doesn't work when you come out with a third one <laughs> like two the years third movie, later i i heard someone talk about the third movie apparently nothing happens in it i mean i, I did not hear good things about the second one yeah fair enough um anyway yeah i'd probably rewatch the wedding singer um the musical is bad but every high school it's a good high school show 
Mm. Every high school has done it. Um, yeah, I just think this, I think the wedding singer is cute. The problem with the wedding singer in a high school is you have to have one high schooler that knows how to play guitar, and they have to play Robbie. They they could do that at Oregon for sure. Yeah, a suburb of Madison definitely has many kids who play guitar who think they're mm-hmm. uh, hot shit. Oh fuck! I forgot to say my least favorite part about the musical. Um, so kill me i want to die they keep that for the stage play mm-hmm. it is played strictly for laughs there's no like sentiment behind it at all it's just really, like isn't uh, the idea of suicide funny and it's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> really capturing the intent of that scene mm-hmm. okay uh and then wesley do you ship the couple uh sure why not i find like, I don't know. I don't know if I find Drew to be that great of an actor in general. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people like her or liked her. Um, <laughs> but I don't think she's that good of an actor. And I just kind of found the character she played bland. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, she just reminds me of, like, girls from high school that I remember being, like, probably, definitely judgmentally, like, you have no personality. (laughs) You are (laughs) the most vanilla person I've ever met. But the the clothes down to, like, what you say. It works for this movie, though, because only a girl with no personality could go from about to marry the biggest cartoon douchebag in the world to Adam Sandler. I ship them because what else am I going to do, right? (laughs) The the movie exists for that sole purpose. Her character exists only to be shipped. (laughs) She's not a character. Out of my control. (laughs) They're they're gonna be together whether I want them to be or not. <laughs> I'm just glad they. Well, I was gonna say I'm just glad they didn't get married, but they definitely did get married at the end. So. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Fucking Steve Buscemi sings at their wedding. Yeah, which definitely could have been more of a through line throughout the movie. But, um, I always think it, with any movie that Steve is in, there should be more. There should be more Steve. Oh, then you need to see um, Armageddon because less would be more. In that. <laughs> 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 Hands down the worst character in the entire movie. <laughs> is it his fault, though? Partially. Or is it the script's fault? <laughs> he should have said no. Is what he should have done. <laughs> yeah. It's his responsibility to say no. Plays a character called Rockhound. <laughs> Armageddon's the Ben Affleck Drill the Meteor movie, right? Yep. No. Yep, oh. it is. <laughs> Do you want me to spoil it for you? Because I don't ever plan on quizzing you on this movie because I yeah, don't I'm have not to watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking watch it. No, no, go ahead. 
there's a point where they're on the the asteroid that's coming towards Earth, and they're getting ready to <laughs> drill so they can drop a nuke into it. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi is supposed to be manning the ship that they took to the asteroid. And so mm-hmm. he is the only one left on board. But then he just randomly, as they're about to like start drilling, he starts shooting at all of them. <laughs> his, his oil crew. And they're like, what's going on? What is happening? And then one of them who like, has some medical background is like, it's a case of space amnesia. <laughs> they don't explain it at all. And they all they do is, they, they just, the, it just moves from identifying that space amnesia to we need to subdue him. <laughs> they <laughs> they should have they should have given it's, the captain from Godzilla minus one space amnesia. <laughs> it's it's. I think one of the worst plot devices I've ever seen in a movie. It's not. It, it the movie's so bad to begin with, <laughs> and for such a lazy plot device where you have to like you could just call it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you could just be having a psychotic break because of. Or being they in could space. just not do it. Sorry, were the stakes not high enough that they are drilling a nuke into an asteroid that's going to destroy the Earth? Stakes are not high enough. (laughs) Pardon me, but that's a hat on a hat. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I I try not to think about it because it really does frustrate me. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Who wrote Armageddon? Let's get him on the pod. They can quiz us on it. I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Bay wrote the script as well as directed it. Time to look. Am I looking it up or are you? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I I realize you can't see me. Who wrote Armageddon in the Bible? It's directed by Michael Bay. Screenplay by J.J. Abrams. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That that absolutely <laughs> tracks. <laughs> that absolutely tracks. The other one is Jonathan Hensley. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. The Punisher. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Con Air. Gone in 60 seconds. The Punisher. Yeah, it, now that I know it's J.J. Abrams, like, you can definitely see a through line between Armageddon and the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Shit, even Lost. <laughs> <laughs> when his back is against the wall, he will come up with the laziest solution. <laughs> Space amnesia does feel exactly the same as somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> I was going to say Ochi's knife. <laughs> no one ever calls it Ochi's knife though I wish that someone in that movie just looked at it and Ochi's knife is the solution they do talk about Ochi a lot but we never meet who Ochi yeah. is <laughs> they never correlate Ochi to his knife Star Wars famous Jedi hunter <laughs> So famous, he's never appeared until this movie. <laughs> and he doesn't. 
appear in the movie. <laughs> All right, Wesley, that is it for the quiz on the wedding singer. You have scored a total of eight points. Okay. I, I turned it around. Yeah. You could have done much worse, and you're doing better than me. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I don't have high hopes that you're going to do well on top five, but we'll see. Maybe you'll stumble your way <laughs> <into> success. <laughs> I could do it. I could do it. I could get 12 points. Easy. Easy 12 points on a movie that I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of it, but only very vaguely. All right, we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, Wes will quiz me on top five. And we're back. Okay, we're back with Venom. Can we do Venom again? When's Venom 3? <laughs> Venom 3, didn't it immediately start filming as soon as the strike was over? I think so. Yeah, I think they were about to start filming when the strike began, so... I'm going to sneak onto the Sony lot and get some uh, BTS footage for us. I did learn that uh, the screenwriter of both Venom and Venom 2 is now also directing Venom 3. That's probably for the best. (laughs) It is also her first movie to ever direct. It can't hurt, right? Like... Yeah, it's not like the creative vision behind <laughs> Venom one and two were super clear. Two was clearer. <laughs> yes. And if it's just gonna be dog shit, it might as well be extreme dog shit. Like Venom one's not bad enough to be funny. Venom mm-hmm. two for sure is. <laughs> All right, top five. True or <laughs> false? Chris Rock plays and Andre. Sorry. I kept writing Andrew. Andre. I kept writing Andrew when I made this quiz. Chris Rock plays Andre, a stand-up comedian trying to make it big. True. That's like the only thing I know about this movie. And if it's false, that'd be so funny. Okay. Uh, Is your true recording f- still going? I'm worried yeah, after I, last week. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think last week I must have accidentally pressed the space bar or something. Wow. But no, it was a technical issue. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) My computer broke. It's not my fault. True or false, the movie takes place during one day where Andre is getting interviewed. (sighs) Would you count flashbacks as part of one day? Yeah. Okay, then yes, true. You are assuming there's flashbacks in this? If it's an interview, there will be flashbacks explaining them. Maybe that was the part that was false. (laughs) I think think this is true detective. I think uh, this is true detective, but a rom-com. Andre is most well known for playing Hammy, a cop in a bear costume. False. He's most well known for playing Hammy, the hamster in the DreamWorks movie Over the Hedge. Ethan, you are a fake fan. We all know Hammy's a Hammy's squirrel. A squirrel. 
My lord. Who's played by Steve Carell. Disappointing. The movie? Uh, <laughs> no, Over the Edge is actually pretty good. I haven't seen it since it came out. I should give it, it another it. shot. Okay. It's good. Bruce Willis uh, is a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what also holds up G Force? <laughs> <laughs> We're having that Tracy Morgan crossover. <laughs> True or false, Andre was recently left at the altar by a reality TV star. False? Okay. <laughs> I just don't have enough information. I just <laughs> Just, sure. just seeing what my brain, what my instincts lead me toward. That's all I've got. You know, sometimes I'm pretty good at making a quiz that slowly unravels and shows you what this movie's about. Uh, I would say this quiz is not that. I would say it's kind of uh, <laughs> all over the place and just kind of information dumping. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most of mine are, so I guess I deserve it. <laughs> True or false, uh, Chelsea, the reporter, discovers that her boyfriend is gay. True. She's a reporter. She's got those instincts. She's going to discover something. <laughs> She's got that gaydar. Every reporter does. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine being a reporter in 2023 without a functioning gaydar. Mm. Especially if you're on TMZ. The real reporters. Yes. Uh, true or false, as you know, this is a Chris Rock movie. Uh, so there is a non-zero chance that Rob Schneider's in this movie. So is he in it? True or false? Is there a, is that is that something that happens? Like I, I've never correlated a crossover between Rob Schneider and Chris Rock. But I guess the only Chris Rock well, movies that I've ever seen are Madagascar One and Madagascar Two. Well, Chris Rock does run with the Adam Sandler crowd. That's true. I think they were together in the first Grown Ups. Grown Ups. Yeah, they are. Out of hope alone, please, no, no, Schneider. Not today. Not today, Schneider. Not today. I was on a website last night because Takara and I have been struggling to find a new show, a new comedy to watch. And so I just like went on this website that like recommends shows based on like what you're interested in so i just like looked up the office to see what other sitcoms and rob Sh- real rob came <laughs> <laughs> well if you think about it from like an algorithm standpoint it's a sitcom it's starring an snl alum those two criteria <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's it well there are scenes that are filmed mockumentary style <laughs> yeah that's true whether or not they're successful doesn't matter to the algorithm <laughs> man that 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 show killed me solely because it combines like five different sitcom formats unsuccessfully because you can't combine a mockumentary into (laughs) (laughs) like uh uh, seinfeld louis stand-up thing single yeah that and then like a single camera sitcom and it's anyways multiple choice (laughs) what the fuck was modern family Anyway, what is the fictional movie that is talked about in this movie top five? 
The fictional movie is called Uprise. What is it about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, the Haitian Revolution. B, Malcolm X. C, the Tulsa Massacre. Or D, the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Bus Boycott. Okay. The other ones sound too hot. <laughs> All right. Who is not in this movie? There are a shit ton of actors, comedians yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. So who is not in it? A, Whoopi Goldberg. B, Jerry Seinfeld. C, Adam Sandler. D, Louis C.K. <sighs> this one's the toughest question. <laughs> no, this is this is hard. I think that Whoopi and Adam are in it. So it's between Seinfeld and Louis C.K. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I could say Seinfeld's name the same way, but that's just like a personal thing. Yeah. And the fact that he dated a 17-year-old. Yeah, that, that too. I'm going to say Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. I'm going to have to see Louis. I just don't think that Jerry Seinfeld enjoys acting. Even if he was playing himself. I'm, I'm sure that multiple char- multiple people in this movie just play themselves. But I, I don't think that Jerry enjoys it. I think he just enjoys having a lot of money. So, Ethan wants to see Louis C.K. What does... <laughs> yeah, I lie. <laughs> what does Andre learn about Chelsea, the reporter? A, her pseudonym is his biggest critic. B, she's paparazzi, not a journalist. C, she has never seen Planet of the Apes. Or D, she was a drug addict. She's Papa, paparazzi. Oh, man. Someone's getting stoked Throwback. for the next Joker movie. <laughs> <laughs> Le Faladou. <laughs> <laughs> I started learning French just to watch Joker 2. Oh man, you know how that movie's a musical, right? They every movie is a musical now. But they are do you think it's going to eventually be made into a stage adaptation? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I hope so. Oh god, that would be so amazing. <laughs> I want to see what high WB does. I want to see high school productions <laughs> of Joker LaFoy, dude. <laughs> oh, yes. No, no. More than that, what I want to see is Why high school. Why so sp- serious? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. First, I've already seen that. Um, I have seen kids do the Why So Serious monologue as an audition for a show. What I want to see specifically is high school speech team students doing scenes from the stage play of joker (laughs) did you ever see in forensics uh anyone do joker monologue in forensics no you weren't allowed to um at least in my high school forensics it had to be from a stage show you weren't allowed to do things from tv or movies that might have been the case in mine too. Like, I just don't give yeah. a shit. 
Which is why, as soon as the Joker 2 stage <laughs> musical comes out, all those little uh, edgelords will. <laughs> 14 to 17 year olds. Where does Andre go for his bachelor party? A, a strip club. Did I lose you? I, I heard, Can where you... did Andre go for his batch? Oh, bachelor party. See, that's where what I thought you were going to say, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. Where does Andre go for his bachelor party? <clears throat> a, a strip club. B, a production of Swan Lake. C, his childhood home. Or D, they want to try to make his... In- the, this is my last quiz. So you're going to choose between A, B, and C. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the one that makes this mistake and you never do. Because uh, my template that I use isn't the previous quiz. It's just a template that I have that's all blank. So um, a, B, you, can, you can borrow it. <laughs> you can borrow it if you want. Smiley. No, because mine looks aesthetically better than yours. Am <laughs> <laughs> I just a word doc? Strip club, production of Swan Lake, or his childhood home? Which one? S- Swan Lake. Where do Andre and Chelsea go after the bachelor party? A, the comedy cellar. B, Central Park. C, Times Square. Or D, Hamilton. Most of these are awful places to go (laughs) at night. (laughs) Comedy cellar. Okay. He's going to perform to show up. But, like, the idea of finishing... <laughs> the idea of finishing uh, Swan Lake and going, you know what? It's time to go to Central Park <laughs> <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. The idea of going I to lived Swan in... Lake and then going to see Hamilton. <laughs> right after. Exhausting. Okay, open-ended questions. Where do Andre and Chelsea make out? I'll give you three guesses. Sorry, this is this is open-ended. Where do they make out? Yeah. Um, they make out during a production of Swan Lake. <laughs> they make out um hmm. They make out uh on the subway. <laughs> it's the cleanest place to make out. Chauvinist. Man Ghost from Ghost is there. Mm. And they make out in a comedy club bathroom. Uh, what did Chelsea put in her boyfriend's butt? No, Ethan, don't. <laughs> um, his dick. What? <laughs> what did she put in his butt? Yeah, Is that what, what you asked she, me? What did she put in his butt? And you said yeah, his, his dick. dick. Okay. Yeah, his <laughs> dick. <laughs> it's long. <laughs> and then she said, go fuck yourself because you can. <laughs> and then he proceeds to. Yeah, and he loves it. Um, light bulb. 
Um, oh. <laughs> a Hulk hand. <laughs> Hulk fist. <laughs> Every time he sits down. <laughs> Remember when it's muffled? That's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the whole thing up there. Or the just the sound thing box. Up there. They the tore little, it out of the, the little plastic handlebar that you grab, that's up there too. <laughs> I remember when the Fantastic Four movies were coming out, they had ones for The Thing yeah. <laughs> as well. Uh-huh. I had the original oh, 2000 Ang Lee uh, Hall hands. My neighbor, whose uh, bar mitzvah I wasn't allowed to go to, used to wail the shit out of me with those. <laughs> uh, why does Andre go to jail? Cops are racist. What do you want me to say? He doesn't deserve it. My man Andre did nothing wrong. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Public urination. Okay. That yeah, that's it. Only okay. those two things. <laughs> I give you All two right. options, and it's only it can only be one of the two. All right, uh, folks. Folks listening, I did not imagine that this show was going to be as hard to do without video as it has been. Yeah, there's been a couple times I've gotten tripped up. Uh, do Andre and Chelsea get together in the end? Um, I'll say no. I'll say that's not the goal of this movie. The goal is to explore love. What brings people together? Yeah. Right. Andre gets back together with the woman who left him at the altar. Which you said uh, false. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> so, Ethan, what do you know about this movie, Top 5? Why haven't you seen it? I haven't seen it because when it came out in theaters, I was too young to watch it without a parent. Ethan, this I was. Movie... <laughs> when did this movie come out? This movie came out when I was in college. <laughs> when we I'm in thinking college. of Death of a... I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> I'm thinking of Death at a like Funeral. 2018. No, no, it's not 2018. <laughs> when is it from? 2014. You were in college. We were both in college. <laughs> <laughs> I was too young to see it without a grown-up. <laughs> well, it, thanks for telling me when this movie came out, and I'll tell you exactly why I didn't see it. It was so hard without a car for me to go to Fair. a movie theater and watch a movie in college. <clears throat> I did it once. Maybe twice. And that was the first time and the only one I remember was to see Deadpool. You can take the bus. It did. I did take the bus to go see that. But it dropped you off by the Target and then you had to walk so far. Oh, you're talking about the one at Hilldale? Yeah, I saw the. I, I went to Hilldale to <laughs> go like see it. That's like a 15 minute bus ride and the Target <laughs> is like a five minute walk away from that. <laughs> it's so far. <laughs> it's so far, dude. 
In winter? <laughs> I saw Deadpool in February when it came out. It was cold. Ugh, okay. <laughs> what do you know about this movie? That movie theater doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> it does. It closed. They closed it as a Sundance, then it reopened as AMC, and then I think it reopened again when it closed as an AMC. I'm pretty sure it's still open. When I was there in October, it was closed. Oh. I thought, I I know it closed like last summer. I thought there was talks that someone might buy it. Anyways. Maybe. It's still closed in the fall. This this quiz is about uh, the Hildale Mall (laughs) surrounding area, right? Hey, I would do well at that quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Um, <clears throat> anyway, this movie is about a stand-up comedian who is not doing very well in his career and is in a relationship with someone who is doing well. Their relationship will end, and that will cause more truth to come out of his stand-up routine and draw a bigger audience. So he only starts doing better the sadder that he gets. And he's going to become one of the top five stand-up comedians in New York City. This causes a paparazzo to start following him around to get more dirt. Uh, And that's Chelsea. Uh, And she finds out that she actually likes him. And we're going to go from backstage to backstage at different comedy events and see a bunch of famous stand-ups who have cameos where someone will walk on screen and go, Whoa, is that Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> okay. Um, and then he'll find out that she's paparazzi and he'll be mad about it. But the, But it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to show you a scene from this movie, a screen grab. A full scene? No, a screen grab. Oh. Uh, this one, I will tell you, I believe will be challenging. So. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we can even hear this. I can hear it all. <laughs> well, you can, but it's not going into the recording. All right, Ethan, tell me, what do you think's going on in this scene? Um. <laughs> it's literally, you don't even have a camera on. How do you know he's about to start talking? <laughs> Everyone was blasting me with an air horn as I was about to start talking. <laughs> so what we have here is someone in a in the craziest hotel room I've ever seen. <laughs> what's crazy about this hotel room? Uh what's crazy is the layout first of all. I'm going to start I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way forward. So we have a full open jacuzzi next to the window. No door, but then the microwave and mini fridge are just in the same room. And then adorning the wall, of course, this is in every hotel room I've ever been in, is a framed picture of our beloved president who ushered us through 9-11, George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I And then uh, also in frame is a man spreading out his arms as to say, 
Look at all this shit I got. Uh, he this is... guy is a famous comedian. Do you know who it is? Uh, no, I. He's wearing sunglasses, so I can't really make out his face. I feel like it would be more racist for me to say that I know who it is and get it wrong. Come on, just fall for it. (laughs) I'm staring at his face. I genuinely can't make it out who it is. Okay. And it would would be racist for me to guess. (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) Um, He's showing off. He's like, hey, we made it. Man, we're in a hotel room instead of some shitty motel. Look at all this good stuff that we have here. It's a it's a real status check. Who do you think this guy is to uh, Andre? Uh this is obviously his his promoter. <laughs> this is his agent. It's Andre's agent talking to Andre. I think right after this, he's going to kiss his hand and rub it on George W. Bush's face. Because that's what I would do. Anything else? This is probably eh, somewhere in the second act. It's close to the middle of the movie. But that's all I got. Okay. I don't feel confident. That's what you want me to say. Uh, It's fine. All right. Just wanted me to be more racist. It's okay. I'm sorry I'm too woke for you. Alright, folks, you've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 16 and a half, and me, my final score, 28. You can find this week's movie on Paramount Plus. <laughs> you can uh, on Blue Sky, you can follow Ethan at Ethan Goose and on Letterboxd at eGeese. And you can follow me. At Baby Westwee on Letterboxd and Westwee on Blue Sky. And remember, somehow Palpatine's returned with space dementia. Amnesia. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now that I said it, I'm pretty sure it was space dementia. But <laughs>